Welcome to Smart Poker Study, brought to you by ThePokerForge.com. I'm your coach, Sky Matsuhashi, and this is the podcast for profitable play and study strategies. Along with those, I give you action steps to take because action is the greatest teacher. My goal is to turn you, my student, into the player that you want to be on your poker journey, one step at a time. Let's do this! Today is going to be a really good episode. I'm super excited because I'm going to help all of you tournament players and the anonymous site cash game players as well. So we're online players, right? We love HUDs. Uh, we love how the numbers develop over time and how we can use those numbers to understand our opponent's tendencies and exploit them. But in tournaments, you face a ton of unknown players, right? And on sites like Ignition and Bovada, the anonymous player sites, they're all unknown players when you join a cash game table. I'm giving you something that I call the bare bones HUD today. This is a HUD that has the seven most fundamental and quick to accumulate statistics to help you start uh, exploiting your opponents more in the tournaments and the anonymous site games, of course. Now, it's going to be critical that you take out your notepad right now because the stuff I'm saying is really going to help you play some better lights-out online poker. Excuse me while I whip this out. (laughs) And to help you get even more out of this episode, please go to the show notes page for basically a transcript of everything. Smartpokerstudy.com slash barebonesHUD. Once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash barebonesHUD. Okay, without further ado, let's undo this. Gambate! We win, and they get the chips. That sucks, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, it's jobs. We gotta get jobs. Then we get the khakis. Then we get the chicks. Starting tomorrow, we gotta stop playing games. So the bare bones HUD has seven elements to it. I'm gonna hit them each one at a time right now. But I forgot to mention this earlier, uh, before the gambate, if you go to the show notes page for today, smartpokerstudy.com slash barebonesHUD, you can see a YouTube video that I posted there showing exactly how to create the seven element HUD for yourself. Alrighty, so the first element is the note editor. Now, this is in Poker Tracker 4. The note editor is super important because it's necessary for color coding your opponents by player type once you make some kind of a read on them. Also, in case you want to put a player note for when you're reviewing hands later on, that note editor is important. And lastly, within the note editor, if you've never actually opened it up and take a look, or taken a look, there is an auto notes feature that lists the hands that your opponent has shown down and how they played them pre-flop. Did they 3-bet with pocket kings? Did they call with pocket kings? Whatever it might be. Now, the second element is the player name. Now, of course, this is especially useful for tournaments when players come and go, right? As you're playing, you're paying attention to the action or paying attention to another table, maybe. And you might miss that Bob123, he left the table and is replaced by Susan789. But that HUD sometimes doesn't catch up for one or two hands. So it's a really good idea to see that name, make sure they correspond. When they do, you know those HUD stats belong to that player. And now you can make some reads based uh, based on the percentages to exploit them. All right, the third element is the number of hands. Of course, the more hands you have on a player, just the more reliable the numbers are in general. I think that reliability kind of begins at 18 hands. If you're playing six max, that's three orbits. 
uh, or full ring, it's two orbits, right? And so everybody has seen every position at least twice or three times. You start to develop reads right there. I'm not saying it's 100% reliable, but that's where it begins. 18 hands, two or three rounds. However, you can start to understand your opponent after just four hands, truly. If their VPIP in four hands is 100%, you're likely up against a loose player, right? Likely, not 100% sure, but it's pretty close. Loose player right there. Played four hands out of the four that you've seen them been, uh, being dealt. If their VPIP is 0% in 12 hands, very likely a tight player. Now, let's couple this with some other stuff, right? If their VPIP in four hands is 100%, and you're thinking to yourself, Sky, that's not good enough to know that he's a, 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 um, a, a loose player. Well, what if you've been paying attention and you've seen those four hands where he VPIPed? Two times he called a two bet. The two other times he limped and then called a raise. Yeah, now that you couple the actual actions they've made with that 100% VPIP, you are up against a super loose and passive fish. And it's only been four hands. But here's one of the critical things. You've got to be willing to change any early read that you make. Because as you play more hands, their stats are going to converge to their actual tendencies. And maybe that's around 50, 60 hands or so. And anything beyond that, 100, 200 hands you get, yeah, you're pretty darn certain that those numbers are their tendencies. And you can really start to exploit it then. All right, so those first three things were elements, not statistical elements, but just useful parts of the HUD. These next two right here are where the stats start, and these two are the most critical stats to have, VPIP and PFR. Now, these give you an initial read on their player type. Over time, like I said, everyone's tendencies play out and the numbers converge, and you can be pretty confident that that 40-5 player, yeah, super loose fish, right? The other 18-16 player, totally tight aggressive. That's probably what your stats end up in the long run. And that other guy, 33 slash 27, yeah, super loose aggressive player, right? And that other player even, the maniac, 50 slash 42, yeah, super maniacal player. Now, by knowing their player type and just using VPIP and PFR to get you that, you can better play the player with your list of general exploits that you know work against each player type. And I have a prior podcast, uh, podcast number 289, and it was called How to Spot and Exploit the Four Common Poker Player Types. So if you know that this player on your direct left is a tight aggressive player, you might only have 20 hands against them, but you can start to employ the strategies that generally work against tags until you learn a little bit more about him. All right, the sixth element is the three bet percentage. Now, this helps you to look ahead before you open raise, and you spot those frequent three betters because, as you know, the three bet is the bane of two bets. This is especially helpful for tournament play because as stacks get shorter, you really want to look ahead at all the short stacks, anybody at 20 big blinds and below. If they have that high three bet percentage, 12, 13, 15%, there's a good chance when you open raise, they might be three bet shoving on you. Do you want to face that three bet shove? If not, you may choose to just fold instead. Of course, you can potentially 4-bet bluff those frequent 3-bet bluffers, or you can also call when you have position and you know how to exploit them post-flop. Or, if your hand is just so weak and you don't want to face a 3-bet, then just go ahead, instead of open-raising, just fold your hand and just watch the action, see what the players do, learn more about your opponent, 
by paying attention to their exact actions. Who is limping? Who is calling? Who is three-betting? Who shows down Jack-8 suited at showdown after calling a two-bet in the button? All right, so the seventh and final uh, element of the bare-bones HUD is total AF. Now, AF is aggression factor, and it's a measure of the bets and raises that a player makes to their calls. So an AF of two means that they bet or raise two times for every call that they make. If you see an AF of four or higher, they love betting and raising and not so much calling. If it's at less than one, they are a calling station. So knowing just their general post-flop tendencies towards aggression or passivity, that's going to help you plan for the hand before you even enter pre-flop. And one of the great things, let's say you're looking at your opponent, you see bet the flop, uh, his AF is like 0.8, right? You get to the turn, you see bet, and he raises you. This guy who never, not never, almost never bets or raises is raising you on the turn. You know he's got the good. So maybe the straight just completed. Maybe the flush completed. Maybe he's finally waking up with a set. And you know that your top pair or second pair is no longer any good, right? You can use these or this AF stat to exit the hand necessarily. All right, so I do want to give you, if you want to build your own bare bones HUD, great. Have at it. I've given you the seven things. Show notes page has that video. Once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 342. You can watch the video, follow along in Poker Tracker 4. But just in case you want a slightly more robust HUD, here's a couple extra stats that you can put in. If you like to three bet bluff your opponents, you're going to want to put in or add to your bare bones HUD, raise first in, and also two bet, then fold to three bet. So if your opponent raises first in greater than 20% and they fold after raising greater than 50%, you have an awesome target for three bet bluffs. So those are very useful stats, especially if you just enjoy three bet bluffing your opponents, right? And of course, obviously your three bet bluffs are going to be more successful if you're doing it from a later position or, you know, from in position, the cutoff or the button. And especially if they're in a later position, if they're open raising in the cutoff, they have a pretty wide stealing range and you're on the button, that's a great spot to do it. Now, because you strive for bread and butter poker, you're probably going to be making a lot of C-bets and potentially a lot of double barrels too, right? If you like making double barrels or not just like them, but if you want your double bearers to be a little bit more successful, you want to have a greater indication that you can get them to fold on the turn, two more stats to add to your HUD. The first is fold to flop c-bet and fold to turn c-bets the second. So of course, you're a bread and butter player. You strive to be the pre-flop raiser as often as possible. So you make more c-bets than you face c-bets. So you want to know if your opponent folds more often on the flop or the turn, or maybe both, right? If they fold greater than 60% on the flop and they end up calling you, you know they have something. And this might save you from making a costly double barrel bluff that's probably not likely to work because, you know, a fold on the flop at 65%, that means that they make their decision on the flop. They called, they got something, probably not want to make a double barrel bluff. However, let's say you look at their two stats, right? Fold on the flop is 35%, but on the turn, 65%. Ah, awesome. Before you make your flop C-bet, you already know he's going to call more often than not on the flop, so you know you're going to have to double barrel to bluff him off the hand. 
If you're not willing to double barrel, maybe stacks are really short in a tournament, or that board is just super ugly, don't uh, make that first C-bet bluff. But if you are willing to double barrel, you know he's more turn honest, go ahead and do it. Now, here's one last critical idea. Um, Online players. The HUD is super important, right? And HUD stats are useful. But truly, the most important things that you can do to play lights out poker, they're still non-HUD related, right? So a few things. You want to strive to play in position and be the pre-flop raiser as often as possible. You also want to play the player and visualize their range and how it interacts with the board. Your HUD can't really help you that with that, right? You've also got to pay attention to the action to see the plays that your opponents make to understand them a little bit better. So if you notice that they limp, uh, they limp call a lot, they two bet and they never fold to a three bet, uh, maybe they overpay for their draws, right? This player had a gut at showdown. You saw that they had a gut shot and that's all they had on the flop, but they called on the flop and the turn three quarter pot before hitting on the river. Yeah, they overpay for their draws. That's a really critical thing to be noticing. And of course, watch every single showdown. When you see what they show down at the end, you can replay the action of the hand to help you understand your opponent better. And of course, with all of these reads, whether they're HUD-related reads or non-HUD-related reads, you've got to make exploitative plays based on those reads because it doesn't do you any good. Or it doesn't do you any good. It does you no good if you make reads but never actually exploit your opponent based on them. You got to play the player, baby. And once again, I just want to mention uh, again real quick, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash barebonesHUD to see that video to make your own barebonesHUD in Poker Tracker 4. And here's the thing. I'm not just going to give you the barebonesHUD. I could easily do that. I could give you a link to download it. But you know the old saying, uh, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, feed him for life. I am trying to teach you to fish by making you create your own barebonesHUD in Poker Tracker 4. All right, just a few shout outs today. We're talking about HUDs, the bare bones HUD, bare bones HUD and everything. Well, I have some people, I don't know if they play anonymous or tournaments or whatnot, but they are using my smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. So I've got to thank Alexander Dutail, Wilson, Super King, Werner Tashner, Mixter, Tuta Tango, Patrick Piff, Arnold Baron, Ionescu Antonio, Albert Marks, Gregory, Travel Poker, Olav Ryersdale, Kian Tavacoli, Ben Rhodes, Harry Van Duen, Oliver Case, Ivan, Myron Hughes, Antonio Guerrero, Rob Osario, Doc, Denny Uverman, Mark Epstein, James Emery, Jordan Swavell, Ola Harrelton, Rasmus Christensen, Harold Zink, Mark Hall, and Pergy. You've all purchased SmartHUD within just the past two weeks. You rock super hard. I'm sure you're using this to now exploit your opponents to the max. And of course, uh, we talked about the bare bones HUD, those seven elements. All of those elements are included within the Smart HUD, with a few extra ones like those other the additional ones I discussed that help you do some further exploits on opponents. So if you want the Smart HUD for yourself, smartpokerstudy.com slash smarthud. That's where you go to get the Smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. And once again, thanks, everybody. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Create and use your own bare-bones HUD for the next tournament or the next anonymous cash game session you play. 
I want you to see how you like having just the bare minimum stats in your HUD. It might simplify your play and at the same time, kind of force you to pay more attention to those non-HUD pieces of information available. Now it's your turn to take action and do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Alrighty, poker peeps, your learning isn't complete until you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash barebonesHUD. You can see me make the HUD, you can follow along, click along while you watch the video, and also a transcript of everything I discussed today. And if you're ready to take your poker journey to the next level, take another incredibly big step in your journey, you've got to become a member of the pokerforge.com. That's my one-of-a-kind poker training site where I combine strategy, action steps, quizzes, and play demonstrations like no other uh, online site does. There are nine masterclass courses, and I teach you all the strategies you need for a profitable journey, and I give you hundreds of action steps that force you to practice what you learn. So go to thepokerforge.com right now for more information and to sign up today. You are going to love being a member of thepokerforge.com. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.